0: Welcome back to Sticks and Mits podcast. I'm Nolan Grinder, and this is where we talk about baseball and what makes it America's national pastime. Now, I know in the last episode I said we were going to talk about the vast change in the rule changes for 2023 in MLB, but things have changed, and today will be episode one of Talk the Plank podcast specials where we talk about Brian Reynolds and Derek Shelton's contract extension and the Pirates' hot start. Now. I will try never to schedule something again and change it and i'm extremely sorry but we're going to hop right in here and we're going to talk about what i think about this uh, whole entire contract thing going on and if i think it's benefiting or lessening the team now we all mostly if you're a pirate fan you're aware of the reynolds extension they gave him eight years 106.75 million now this was a big deal considering it was the richest in Pirates history. He requested a trade during the December Winter Meetings in 2022, and the Pirates said they had no reason to trade him, despite the disappointing trade requests. Now, they tried really hard to get that extension through before the season started, but they just did not agree on an opt-out clause that Reynolds ended up not getting later on in this contract, and it resulted in eight years 106.7 million as i said previously and he has a club option for 2031 and a six-team trade clause and i think this goes both as a team A great team contract and player contract. And that's exactly what Reynolds wanted from the start when he was traded here to Pittsburgh and when he made his debut. And, I mean, he knows he always wanted to stay in the berg, and he loved the fans, and he stated before he would prefer to be here over being traded to another team. And he was just trying to Yankees-proof his career, trying not to get traded to those big teams because he's trying to be the leader of a team that in the long term could be a World Series contender in just a few years. Now, Royals isn't the only big extension, as the Pirates also extended manager Derek Shelton. Now, I intended to talk about on this first talk to plank if Shelton should get an extension, but it's not going to matter now because he already got one. So I guess now we can talk about that. Now, Shelton, at this point, April 26th, has a career record as manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates. 159, and 200, excuse me, 159 wins, and 250 losses. Now, obviously, that is not very good, but he inherited this bad team after manager Clint Hurdle was fired, and I think he's really put the team on his shoulders, and I think he's really helped, especially a young core, and a manager that's not so young, but he's new to the managing thing, so it's a little better for somebody who they don't have experience, and he doesn't, so it almost is a good recipe and now that there's leadership on the team it's just a recipe for winning and over 500 and this Shelton extension is smart because even though they haven't disclosed the um all the details about the contract yet hopefully they'll get him in the for a little while locked down because you you never want to worry the front office, if you're a winning team and you're trying to make moves and get better, you're going to want to target players, not managers. You're not going to want to have to worry about that. You're really just going to want to focus on the best free agents and what would make your team better in terms of players. You're not going to want to worry about the manager and the fact that he has been a good one up to this point and he has made some pretty good moves is proving that he can stick in the burg for a little while. Now. Going back to the Royals contract, everybody has said that it might be a little too much and a little too long. He will be entering his mid-30 range seasons then, and they say he's in his prime now, but that might be his fall off. Even if it is, it's still giving one of the more possible best Pirates of this decade a, a good contract that he has deserved up to this point. In 2021, he had an MVP caliber season when he was 11th in MVP voting in the NL. Not only that, but it was his first career All-Star appearance. Now, 2022 was a bit of a fall-off, but he set a career high in homers. And he's already off to a hot start this year, though he has cooled down the bat in the past couple weeks. He looked hot in those first in the first couple series this year to start 2023. At this point, he has five home runs, and his average is still kind of, well, average, but he's still looking like the one of the better Pirates players on that team. And me personally, I think it's a smart move, like I said, just because he has proven to deserve the money, and when he turns into a veteran, he's going to be, well... For example, like a coach, he's going to be that player that's going to teach the young guys coming up then, maybe draft picks out of high school now, that he's going to be like, oh, yeah, you're younger. He's going to teach them the ways, and that's just how you get together as a team, and you do better. Kind of like what the Pirates are doing now. They're just becoming a better team because it's all adding up. The veterans, the rookies, it's all coming together, and they're looking like a playoff contender team for. A team that had, honestly, no hopes from anybody coming into the season. They had a little with all these new signings, but I don't think anybody thought that they would have the record they do at this point. They have a 17-8 record as of April 26th, and that is a good start, and that I, th- I believe that is the most wins in the NL, and second in MLB, right behind the Rays, who set a modern record for most straight home wins to start a season. And they were one shy of the record to start a season. So... Yeah, the Pirates are starting off hot, and there's no doubt about it, they look like a true team. They are leading the NL Central currently over teams like the Brewers and Cardinals who have made the playoffs in recent years. And Cubs who even had some high hopes for this year, bringing in players like Bellinger and Danby Swanson, who's on that seven-year contract, who has shown to be a good player. But even the Pirates are better than these teams currently. I'm not going to say anything now because eventually there might be a fall off. But all I can say now is the schedule is about to get tough. And if they can show that they can bear it, then they are a legitimate team. And they're looking forward to the end of the year and October. And, you know, watch them make some moves at the trade deadline and all through the season because looks like it could come in handy later on. Now. Going back to the Shelton extension, uh, that one's, like I said, it's also very smart, but the front office now, since they have good players and managers locked down to good contracts, maybe now's the time to start worrying about who you're going to target to just make this team better during the trade deadline or the 2023 to 24 off season you could be become a way better team than what you are now next year and really be in hopes for the playoffs and that's what the pirates need and they are just in grasp of that and now even though this is a hot start people are saying that it's just it's just gonna happen for a little while, and then the fall off is gonna happen. But if they can remain like this till the deadline, I think one of the bigger things that they're gonna need to get is the starting pitching. Now, yes, the starting pitching, who it was supposed to be the weak point, has really done really good, but. I still think... I still think they need the leader in there. Keller and Rich Hill are both pretty good. We, Rich Hill being a veteran and the oldest player in MLB currently. And Keller being a, well, a rising star, even though he's blooming a little later, entering his prime. Now, the other players like Contreras and Vince Velazquez and Johan Oviedo have all been good to start the year. But they could all... Ha- they could... Everybody could have one more pitcher in their rotation to really complete the five. And I think that's what the Pirates need. And... Their offense has definitely become one of the best in baseball. They're aggressive on the base pass. They have some young and old stars. You know, they have the veteran presidents. I think they've become one of the better ones in baseball. And they're atop the power rankings. But I would say pitching is a focus as bullpen has been very in-depth with Moreta and Crow and Stevenson and the likes of Holderman and the renegade David Bednar and maybe we'll focus on that a little later on these uh, episodes talk the plank, but right now we're just focusing on what a start it's all been just as a team in whole and it has been just like one of the more craziest starts to a season who weren't to a season for a team that hasn't really been hyped up in a very long time. Really since they last made the playoffs in 2015. And the last time they won a playoff game was 2013. So I'm sure all Pirates fans are hoping they snap that 10 year drought for a win in eight years making it. Now it might it be this year that will be extremely good and there will be really something to root about in the coming years. But even not, you can't misjudge the Pirates from there because moves can be made and prospects are coming up. They have the number one pick in the 2023 draft and I think we'll also get to that later on on these episodes. But I will say, taking somebody out of college like Chase Dollander from Tennessee, a starting pitcher, has so much potential. Or an, the outfielder, Dylan Cruz from LSU. Those could both be great picks. That could really be like Henry Davis who could get to the league quickly. Now, Henry Davis hasn't made it to the league yet, but as I think we're all speculating. As long as he stays away from injury, which he really has to this point, he will make a quick call-up, and we've seen college players in recent years just get called up so quickly because of all the experience they had in college. It's a little tougher for players who are 18 coming out of their senior year of their local high school, so... It's a little easier to go for someone like that, and that's just going to mean in a couple years you're going to have a complete team even if some trades happen or, you know, you lose some players in free agency. Hopefully those top prospects and rising stars can really fill in those roles. And, yeah, the, the extensions have been perfect to this point, and with the start and the extensions, it's really looking like Pirates and the front office have made changes not only to the team but to the potential of Pittsburgh and just the way they are changing the game currently. And I think that's going to be all for today and I hope you enjoyed it and hopefully we'll be back next episode with what I said the rule changes and I'm hoping we will. I just didn't want to do this one too late because I didn't want these extensions to be too stale whenever I talked about them. So I apologize if you were looking forward to the rule changes. I really hope to get to that one soon and sorry that I I had to wait a couple weeks to release. some number one or not a couple but you know, about one and a half but I've just been really busy with my own baseball and travel but it's uh, I'm glad to get back on here and talk about my thoughts and I'm sure you all have different thoughts and that's just how it is you know everybody thinks of things differently than others and I respect everybody else's opinion but this is just mine I hope you enjoyed it I'll see you in the next one